Grab a cup of coffee, a notepad, and a pen. Coffee's for closers only. It's time to talk marketing. Stick around, pal. I still got a lot to teach you. Each week, we bring you some of the best marketing conversations with entrepreneurs who are outthinking, outperforming, and out-earning their competition. No frills, no fluff. And now your host, Jonathan Taylor. All right, welcome back. I am Jonathan Taylor. Today we're talking marketing with Afton Negria. Is that, did I get that name right? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of ways you can say Afton Negria or Negria. <laughs> Negria, okay. I even watched your YouTube video before we get started. So, because I, I always like to make sure I have the guest name correctly pronounced. And a lot of times I'll get on YouTube videos just if they have a little bit different, um, you know, kind of a different name, which you have, and that's cool because you, it definitely stands out. So, yeah. uh, but I like to, uh, I like to listen to it on YouTube and make sure, and sometimes I don't find it. So I'll ask, but I forgot <laughs> to ask you before we started. So yeah, it's, it's a hard one. I totally <laughs> understand. I get it. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to have you on just to share a little bit about your background before we get started. Uh, Afton works with companies all around the world. She creates dynamic social media marketing strategies to uh, better their business and bottom line. And I think that's what all companies want to, uh, that's what they're looking for in social media is to get the, uh, what's the bottom line on that? How can they uh, use it to uh, get more customers and um, generate more revenue? Uh, Afton started back in uh, web development. She learned digital marketing from the ground up. And uh, you did a little traveling, too. Um, you traveled the world. You've been over to Scotland, Italy, and Romania. So uh, I guess you were able to gain some insight into uh, what what makes, pe- <laughs> makes people tick and how they make buying decisions because uh, you don't have it just from our perspective. And I think that's probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and actually, I'm you know I'm in Canada, but all of my business is actually in the United States. So I feel like I'm kind of American in that way. <laughs> well, that's great. What part of Canada? I'm just outside of Toronto. Oh, okay, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you get down? I guess you get down. You travel quite a bit. I know. Uh, just outside of um, Europe, do you get down? Do you travel much in the states? Or I know mm-hmm. most of your clients probably you don't even have to um, you don't have to travel a whole lot. You're probably just mostly uh, conferencing them and, and getting mm-hmm. in touch with them through Skype and other platforms. Yeah. And that's actually how I got into my business. I was living in Italy at the time and, uh, I, I was actually working in design and I couldn't speak Italian. And so I, um, got online and started learning digital from the ground up. Right. And, uh, it's, everything is telecommuting now. And I, that's the beauty <laughs> of this world. Right. But yes, I do. I do get down to the States. I was in crazy Portland, this, this summer. Oh, right. It was like a different experience. Definitely, we don't have something like that in Canada. Yeah. Um, and I'm um, on my way to Tampa uh, next month. So. Oh, fun. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Sure. <laughs> well, I tell you what, before we get into uh, today, we're going to be talking about Periscope. And uh, I'm real, uh, this is a great topic because I know a lot of people are wondering how, yeah, I hear about Periscope, but how can I use it? I mean, what's the point in using it for my business? And just seems like another thing to um uh that's something that's cool to do out there you can you can get on live and and connect with people but how can i really use it to um i guess get more customers and ultimately get more buyers and and uh you know build my brand in the process but before we start with that i want you to share a little bit about your background and about yourself outside of what i've just mentioned 
Yeah. So like I mentioned, you know, I started uh, in Italy and I started as a, a VA, mm-hmm. actually, starting from the very ground level. Oh, cool. Um, and then I started to get more clients uh, actually in the States. And that's where really where digital lives mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Um, and I've had the incredible advantage of working with some fantastic minds and very talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked in, you know, mainly with um, coaches and authors and speakers. Um, but really I touch a little bit of everything. And although I call myself a social media strategist, it really social media touches all parts of digital marketing. Sure. Um, so I actually learned, um, you know, web development and, mm-hmm. and, uh, paid advertising and graphic design and everything that you need to know. And so if anybody's listening out there and wondering, can I actually get into this? Yes. I didn't mm-hmm. go to school for it. And and it's working for me <laughs> and uh i'm so thankful for it every single day and you get to work in your pjs so it's all good <laughs> that is great yeah, yeah most people would die to be i mean they would just love to be able to just uh, get up out of bed and grab a cup of coffee and <laughs> walk into their office and that that's their day that's their day starting right there yeah exactly and i get to travel you know my clients pay me to travel all around the world to yeah help with their social which is yep. like beauty yeah, <laughs> that's fun. That's yeah. fun. Well, I tell you what, what is some of the, uh, I mean, given your background, you've been doing this, h- how many years does this make that you've started, you've launched your business from the time you were a VA? Um, so it will be seven years now. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. But you know, I've kind of been behind the scenes mm-hmm. working and now I'm kind of bringing it up to the forefront. And actually Periscope has really helped me to do that and launch my own business. This year I launched my first program mm-hmm. and it was all thanks to Periscope. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to talk to you about that today yeah. because so many people are in that same position mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't even know what Periscope is. Yeah. And it's this huge platform that everyone be, could be taking advantage of, and it doesn't take a lot of skill to do it. Yeah, I get that glazed over look a lot of times when I mention that, and I think I think you're absolutely right. People don't understand, first of all, what it is, and I think the people that do understand what it is don't understand how you can use it uh, to build your exposure and obviously uh, effectively and strategically kind of uh, grow your business through it. Mm-hmm. Um I've noticed on your website, and you can find more about um, Afton over at her website. You can uh, visit aftonnegrea.com, and uh, we'll be posting a link back to your site, but uh, also as well from our show page. But you've got, I mean, you've got Periscope episodes that you've done on your website, and you've, you know, you've put these up. And I love some of the uh, topics that you've posted. Uh, what got you started on Periscope and kind of, you know, at what time did you realize, hey, this is something that can be very effective and I need to start doing this not only for my own business, but for also for my clients as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About this time last year, I was looking at developing YouTube content because mm-hmm. video content is everything right now. If you know anyone is in business online right now, video content is where it's at. And um, it just took a lot of effort to create YouTube videos, to, to produce them to upload them, to create blog mm-hmm. posts around them. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I wasn't getting any traction. Yeah. And, and then Periscope came on the scene a month later. So when you go to my website and even to my YouTube channel, you'll see these YouTube videos and then it kind of stops and then it kind of starts with Periscope mm-hmm. because it really, that's where I found um, my comfort area. And actually, it, that's a lie. I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable 
at the beginning. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I was very nervous. Yeah. I actually, I'm so glad they only last well, 24 hours. <laughs> well, yeah, and I can, I mean, for good reason, too. You you turn that thing on, you know it's live, and, and you don't know, you know, people are, like, looking at you, you know. I mean, this is live. It, it's a little bit different than, than just posting a video because I guess, you know, it hasn't gone live yet or it hasn't been posted, but yeah. um, this is this is live in person. Yeah, unedited, you know. Yeah, it, exactly. It's out there. And as soon as I, you know, that first day I pressed that start broadcast button, there were, I think, seven people on my broadcast immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, who are these people and what do I say to them? Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I just fumbled through that first. Sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, over 300 scopes on now, and it's like talking to my friends in a cafe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's nothing to me anymore. And that's why I hope people get to that point where they have that comfort level, mm-hmm. which can also help them to develop so many other parts of their business too. Um, just people skills, um, building a network. And also, you know, if they're thinking about becoming a speaker, you know, having that experience has helped me to become a better speaker as well. Mm-hmm. So huge, huge benefits to using Periscope beyond just having the actual content. So, for somebody wanting to utilize it, I mean, do you have, you said that first, the first day that you launched it, you had seven people that tuned in. How do these people, how how does that work? So the minute you hit the live button, um, how do people kind of stumble across? Do they have to search? Do they, uh, you know, there's so many people out there on Periscope uh, running something live. How do they, how do people find you or stumble upon you or uh, I guess find you in the, you know, and all of the periscopes that are going at this point in time, how does that work? Well, there's two, well, there actually, there's, there's three ways people can find you. There's the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, if you turn on precise location sharing, um, mm-hmm. and that's precise, anybody who's listening, it's precise. So it'll find your exact location. And when somebody is looking at the map view on Periscope, the search map, they can click on you and then find you that way. Okay. Um, the second way is through the list. So everybody who goes live, you kind of fall into this list and mm-hmm. they can scroll through the list and click on your broadcast that way. Okay. Um, the third way is actually Twitter. So when you go live, if you've connected your Twitter account to your Periscope account, you're, you will automatically have this tweet go out to all of your followers and, yep. and to Twitter at large. So if you include a hashtag in your broadcast title and somebody's searching for that hashtag, they'll be able to find your broadcast that way as well. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know what? Also, if you get followers, as people follow you, as soon as you go live and if they have notifications turned on, they'll get that notification that you've gone live and they can tune in right away. So so that's that's where it comes in. What you're, you're building, uh, and, and that's a good point, building kind of connecting your Twitter and Periscope because your followers on Periscope, you're really connected to people who are, um, you know, within your, uh, industry or, you know, or potential, you know, potential clients. And so those are people that are, uh, probably getting on your, your Twitter or seeing what you're posting and seeing that you're posting a live Periscope and they can click on it at that point. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think one of the biggest, you know, I I coach people through Periscope every day. And one of Mm -hmm. the biggest myths that I hear or concerns that they have is my audience isn't on Periscope. They don't have the app. Sure. That's the thing. They don't have to have the app because if they're on Twitter, they can actually watch the broadcast directly from the Twitter stream. 
Um, and then they say, well, they're not on Twitter either. Well, they don't have to be. They can click on it um, on any link. You could copy the link and paste it in an email or share it to Facebook Perfect. or wherever it is. And they can watch from their web browser. <laughs> so you do not have to have Periscope to watch it. And that's the beauty of it. And then the other bonus is you can keep your, your broadcasts and upload mm -hmm. them to YouTube. So they can live forever if you want. So you can so you can take your email list, uh, you know, if I if if I feel like, well, I don't I don't I'm not involved as much on Twitter, but you could take your email list and just send them out a quick email and say, hey, I'm going live on Periscope. You guys can. Uh, and here's the link. You can follow me or you can you can jump on live here and I'll be talking about, quote, this topic. Absolutely. And you can even get a, a button for Periscope. It's kind of like the, the Twitter button or the Facebook button for your mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you go live, if they're on their web on your website, it actually lights up and says live. So oh, very cool. It. Yeah, they can click it, go over and watch. So yeah, if you if you're, you're dedicated, which I recommend if anyone's getting to Periscope is, mm -hmm. um, you can say I'm going to be broadcasting every day at 10am, for example. Um, and people know to hit you up at that time so mm -hmm. they can set a notification or, you know, whatever. But yeah, an email is a great way to connect with them and let them know about Periscope. So would this be a great platform to incorporate, I guess, if somebody's doing a podcast, uh, you know, typically all of the podcasts that I do, they're audio based. And so I have yet to go to uh, video. Um, I've been talking about it forever, but audio is just so much easier for me, but something like Periscope makes it kind of easy because, you could Periscope from your phone while you're doing your audio podcast and kind of knock out the video content in the live feed at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've seen quite a few podcasters actually do that live mm -hmm. and they actually acknowledge that they're, you know, that Periscope is happening. Mm -hmm. um, and so people know that they can watch them. So you're cross pollinating these, these networks, these platforms, mm. which can, huge for you it helps to build your following across the board absolutely man i love this i love this now i've noticed has it changed because i've noticed that periscope the periscope's app is only i try downloading it i know it's um, you can download it on your phone but i tried it on my ipad as well and i didn't have um it, it's like it's only set up for the iphone not mm -hmm. the ipad so it's the, it doesn't have the same <laughs> i tried working with it on the ipad and short story i can't i couldn't get it to work yeah it's not a very good experience on ipad i also have apple tv mm -hmm. it's not a great experience on apple tv it okay. really is meant to be this kind of on the go kind of application yeah yep. and that's the beauty of it actually yep. is it, you don't need all this complicated setup and, and equipment well no, that is that's yeah. that is a plus that is a plus because you can just knock it out on the go i could i can see a number of ways that you can just, you know, you just open your phone and, and flip it on and start recording immediately. Yep, exactly. It's beautiful because they're getting that insight into your life and what you're mm -hmm. doing and you'll have a greater connection with your audience because of it, you know. And I say, you know, if, if you have five minutes to stand in line for coffee, you have time to periscope, you know, because you could be doing that while yeah. you're staying in line for coffee, you know. Um, as long as, you know, you're bringing value mm -hmm. and you're engaging with your, your audience, I think that's the most important. Nobody wants to just see, you know, and I have seen it, people in the bathtub. Oh, <laughs> <up> wow. There, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. 
Uh, too a little too much information. Yeah, too uh, too much exposure there probably, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you can essentially do it from anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, there's something attractive that I mean, something that people that really um, sucks people in is that live experience too. Uh, people like to kind of tune in, see what's going on, to see. Um, as opposed to, you know, you post a video on YouTube after you've done it, unless it's something that's, cr- you know, really just awesome. But, you know, you take that live feed of right there on the, you know, the time that it's happening and you post that and people are seem to be more interested in that live experience than watching it later on YouTube after it's happened, you know, two or three months down the road. Yeah, and I love the um, idea of Periscope with actually – um, using this fear of missing out, FOMO. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's it because it's only available essentially for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are ways you can keep your scopes, but you can delete your scopes right away. So a lot of people are using it strategically, including myself, um, for launches. So it's like I'm having a flash sale. This is happening right now. If it, it's only available until the scope ends, you know. Oh, yeah. And after that point, goodbye. You know, it's done. It's that so, fear of loss. Yeah. That, yeah. So uh, they're t- tuning in live every time because of that, because mm-hmm. they don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that with YouTube or any other platform. No, absolutely not. Now you say, okay, so uh, just to clarify, it stays on 24 hours. Is that pretty much by default? That's automatic. So if you don't do anything, once you record, it's up there for 24 hours and then goes away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you but can, then, there's a setting that you can keep them. Okay. Or um, there's a third-party application called Catch, and mm-hmm. it's Catch with a K, catch.me. Mm-hmm. And you can set it up so it will automatically keep all your scopes from there. Oh, okay. But otherwise, they just disappear after 24 hours. Now, do you have to do anything um, for those periscopes after you've done rec- uh, you're, you've done your live show to send them over to YouTube. Um, is there a setting on there that you can automatically have those uploaded to YouTube after after you finish, so that you don't lose them completely? Once you know, if you don't save them on Periscope. No, not yet. But I'm hoping that they will have something like that. There are some um, developers that I've seen trying to create this kind of process, mm-hmm. but they haven't really figured it out quite yet. So the best. Okay. Um, option is to actually catch your videos okay and you can download them from catch and then upload. Uh, yeah okay yeah okay but you need okay so you do but you do need that catch app to be able to download them correct yeah exactly okay. or right. or i actually in my i have a periscope course and in the course we show how to keep your scopes because when you when you keep them on your phone there's a setting within the periscope app to keep them mm-hmm but when you do, it only keeps the actual video. It doesn't keep the comments and hearts, so the actual engagement. Oh, I see. Okay. So I have a tutorial on how to keep it with all the hearts that flutter up and then mm-hmm. the comments. Because otherwise, you kind of look like a crazy person sitting there talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? No no engagement whatsoever. People are like, oh, is this guy, did, did anybody tune into that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looks kind of weird. So even with Catch, the, the experience is a little bit different. It's kind of a little bit more robotic. So mm-hmm. I have a way to kind of keep um, your scopes so it looks it looks like it should look like a periscope, right. Um, right? Along with like a template where you can embed it in like a little phone and everything. So there are ways to to get around this, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hoping that, that somebody will come up with something for YouTube to make it kind of more seamless and automated because that would be that would be awesome. 
Now, how many is there a limitation to the number of people that can tune in at this point? I mean, to your to your live Periscope, is there a I guess is there a limit on your account um, at this point, or is it not? No, not that I know of. But there there is a limit when you tune in. Um, if you have a certain amount of people in there, um, it will actually say in the comments field, broadcast is too full and won't mm-hmm. allow you to comment. So they only allow a certain amount of commenters. Um, but to I get see. around that, you can actually just leave the broadcast mm-hmm. and re-enter, and sometimes it'll open back up as people leave themselves. Ah, so, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the only limitation that, okay. that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you touch on pod, uh, Periscope links? Is there a? Uh, you may have already commented on this. Is there a link to the longevity? I mean, how long you can record on your Periscope for? How long can be live for? Um, no, but typically people don't broadcast for that long. Sure. Um, although, you know, I saw recently Brenda Burchard did his, um, I think they were about an hour long. Mm-hmm. So he did four hours total mm-hmm. uh, of periscopes. Really, you don't want it to go too long because people, I mean, they, they come and go. You have to acknowledge that people have a life. <laughs> yeah. And they right. come and go out of your scopes. And you can keep broadcasting. It, sure eat up your data if you if you're using your data that's um, true yeah it is a bit of a data suck i'm not gonna lie and i recommend people to be on wi-fi when they're using periscope okay um but typically my scopes don't last more than 15 to 25 minutes because okay. you you really see the drop off when you you go too long okay um, people want content and they want to be in and out as quickly as possible i actually sure. read a, a report yesterday that the the best amount of time to do a periscope the the length Mm -hmm. is about five to ten minutes oh okay so um yeah it it gets a little bit too much when you go in terms just in case uh somebody's not near a wi-fi in terms of data uh what would be probably a 10 minute connection on periscope we're looking at that's a good question i don't know i don't know i've never actually calculated it (laughs) i should though yeah, because I mean, I do like I have like a I'm on a Verizon plan with 12 gigs, so I know I've got that. For some, that's that's pretty good, but for others, that's I mean, they use a lot more than that. But um, I know I stream some stuff every now and then, and just curious. I was just curious. That's just something I was curious about how long, uh, how long you can yeah. stream on Periscope and how much that would eat up. I would think that um, I don't know if it because it's HD type video quality, so that probably would play a part in in you know the amount of data plus you know streaming that live would probably eat up after <laughs> after about 10 minutes or so yeah yeah i've been able to do um probably about 10 scopes and i have a gig mm-hmm. so but, and then they're about you know 10 minutes long so yep. that kind of gives you an idea oh okay um but that that's me i don't know it could vary right sure um, and that's a good question about, you know, the quality of the video, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, I mean, do you have a recommended, uh, you know, and I'm sure it depends on your audience and depends on what you do, but, uh, is there a recommended, like, should you be periscoping, you know, once a week, once a day, three times a week? Um, any, any recommendations on that? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually. Um, I recommend once every 24 hours because okay. then you always have a broadcast mm-hmm. in your bank, you know, in your profile. Sure. Um, so if anybody comes across your profile, you always have one in there. 
Um, when I first started scoping, I did three a day. I was kind of just going to town. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna right. like really build this really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Now I do one every weekday um, because my whole shtick and everybody who joins my 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 scopes will know this. I end every broadcast with disconnect to reconnect to the people that matter most. Mm-hmm. And they know that I don't broadcast on the weekends because I'm with my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. So I've I've created this kind of you know just precedent for everyone that's you know watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, otherwise, throughout the week, I do one every 24 hours, unless there's something special happening, and then I kind of broadcast that extra little bit. Something maybe breaking news in social media, yeah. or I'm at an event, or one day I saw a llama. I was like, I'm just going to broadcast this. <laughs> <laughs> On location at the zoo, right? Yeah. Here's a llama, like, yeah. I, I was talking to this park, there's a llama standing there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to broadcast this. Well, that's fine, because, I mean, that's kind of something new and something different. So you're actually, and you're sharing that experience. You know, people, people I can imagine people would like that. Maybe there's some people in the world that have never seen a llama and live and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some people like just like to, you know, the best scopes are the ones that where people are walking outside. There are yeah. a lot of um, Paris scopers um oh that's funny that's cute paris scopers yeah they go out and they they scope and and they're actually which is really interesting one paris scoper um her name is claire claire waddington if anybody wants to look her up Mm -hmm. um she actually gets funds so she has a gofundme page or uh, it might be just giving um where she asks for donations for her scopes to cover the cost of her data to Mm -hmm. scope around paris oh wow yeah, so she's she's doing this so people can tune in and see the beauty of Paris, but it's also funding her. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, great idea. So I bet I, I yeah I, th- I could see this for like travel bloggers or people like that would be uh, Periscope would be a great platform. Yeah, there's tons of people. There's a lot of people creating these movements where mm-hmm. they're connecting people. There's this thing called a, a pass the cast, or they call it a Perry train sometimes, where they well one person will scope and then they pass it to the next person. They say, okay, follow this next person. They're going to scope and then they're going to scope and then it goes, and it kind of goes around the world and you get everyone's experiences and they have global meditation movements Mm -hmm. where everybody's meditating and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it's changing the world because we're so much more connected. Now you can, you could see what's happening. You know, it's not just photos. You can actually be there. It's like uh, periscope when they launched it, they, they thought of it like kind of like a, uh, like a teleporter. You could teleport all around the world. Oh which yeah. Is, which is beautiful. This is really cool. I love, I love this idea. I've, I've tried the, I mentioned the one time that I've tried Periscope in the past and I mentioned it was my, with my iPad, but I do like meetups once a month and it's small business meetups. And, and a lot of times I get, you know, every month when I have these, I'll get emails from people that say, I'd love to be there, but I can't. And, um, you know, I know people are, even if you record these on video, even if you get the content out, you record them, send them out, people are less likely to view past content as they are, you know, if it's a live event because you get people, uh, you might get questions and things like that that you can incorporate. So I could see this as as a really great platform uh, for somebody that already does kind of these in-person uh, meetups or social media events and things like that to, um, like you mentioned, uh, Brendan Bouchard. Um, I don't know what the venue was that he was using, but that's, uh, I think that's, that's really good to, cause it does get your content out there for people who don't, who may have missed it. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? Um, I just did a book launch with a client through Periscope. So he was at his book launch party. Oh, and he hit, the, he hit the New York Times bestsellers list, right? Probably not all down to Periscope, but it definitely right. helped because people felt they oh, sure. had more awareness around the book and they were able to join. And there was lots of celebrities there and they saw, you mm-hmm. know, however we were schmoozing. So there, there's tons that you can do for your actual business. Yeah. Um, the problem that I'm seeing with a lot of Periscopers that are just getting started, though, is they treat it too much like a business and less like a conversation. So they and start promoting immediately yeah. right yeah exactly they haven't even established any sort of tribe i like to right. you know, I, I have my yep. tribe my periscope family and that's mm-hmm. how i did it as i i offered lots of value and then when i got to about 100 scopes and you definitely could do it before 100 scopes but i just wasn't ready to launch yet um i launched my first program mm-hmm. and i didn't do any email marketing i didn't do mm-hmm. any additional social media i didn't do facebook ads or anything like that and i made six thousand dollars just over six thousand dollars on that wow. one launch and that was my very first launch, you know, without yeah. a list or anything, which is right. amazing, solely from Periscope. So yep. it, it can be done. Yeah, Man, that's great. To, yeah, you have to dedicate yourself just like anything. That's a thing. So you would say, I would, uh, judging from what I've heard you say, consistency is a big part of it. And then giving value, uh, providing good, valuable content that people don't feel like they're wasting time or they feel like they're getting uh, pitched or promoted to. And um, just being... You know, I'd say those two alone are probably uh, pretty big factors in in success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure, I agree. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been great. I tell you, I've I've learned a lot just being on for twenty five minutes or so. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> more questions I should ask, but um, any big. You mentioned the uh, you know one big mistake people make when they first jump into it is is they kind of just jump into promoting and uh, any other mistakes that you see people kind of uh, stumble on uh, when they're getting started with Periscope, trying to make it happen or make it work for them, but they they kind of commit certain types of sins <laughs> when it yeah. comes to Periscope. <laughs> there are a couple, actually. Um, one, they don't get into the scopes of others. They don't, they don't try to actually engage with others. I think I that's a huge mistake. Um, you know, we all are busy and I granted you can't jump into everybody's scopes, but there are replays and you can get in there and heart them and, and you know, share that out if you're mm-hmm. on a replay and okay. they'll, they'll see that, they'll see that, that engagement and they'll come into your scopes. And I, like I said, I have this family now because I went into their scopes. Now I feel like I'm talking to family. You know, one night we got in there and we're laughing and I'm crying. And then, and then I got into a scope and they all came into mine. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like having this kind of just, um, party hop, you know? Right. So that's, that's one. Um, second kind of more technical problem that I see people do is, um, well, there's a few, first of all, when they start, especially when you just, you just start to broadcast, mm-hmm. um, they, they want to get the content out so quickly. They're like, I want to get on and off this scope as quickly as I can because I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just checking in. I'll be, I, okay, see you guys. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they just they shoot at the content and they're gone. And mm-hmm. by the time people have the chance to join, they're already left, you know? Right. And so you got to sit there for a few minutes and, you know, have a conversation. How are you guys doing? What do you think of the weather? You know, whatever it yeah. is. I like to do um, a daily affirmation. Sure. So I show them an affirmation and I get them to screenshot it because uh, mm. you could take screenshots with Periscope. And when you do screenshot something, you'll get a, a prompt for them to share it on Twitter. 
Ah, so I see. That's cool. That, I like yeah, that. that helps to yeah increase your engagement, right? So um, that's huge. Just engage with people like they're normal people, and mm-hmm. don't just get on there and get off there as quickly as you can. In the early days, you'd probably want to do that because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my god, it's so yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, but treat them uh, like normal. something's not working. The connection must be going bad. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see anybody. It still shows zero, <laughs> zero that's viewers. That's, that's a thing that trips a lot of people up is they see that that zero or that small number. Uh-huh. But there are so many people you can't see. They're the replay viewers and they're yeah. the people that you can take that content and put it on YouTube. So don't get tripped up by that number yeah. because that's it will point. increase. Yep. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, now, when I get on, you mentioned earlier as far as segments. So I don't want to follow if I'm looking for a specific topic that I want to follow in Periscope. So I can pretty much search by listing on there if I'm looking for a, kind of a niche topic or industry that I want to jump into and connect with and follow or, or watch their Periscopes. You could do a search for their bio and their mm-hmm. name. Okay, um, but I have YouTube. to I have to know who they are before, so I can't just say I want to look at, uh, I want to find somebody that's running a Periscope on, um, let's say real estate investing. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't do like that. I'd have to know them first or be connected to them previously, before that. Correct. Yes, or you okay. can search for them on Twitter. So actually, okay. search for hashtags and right. search for the hashtag that you're looking for, and then the hashtag Periscope. Okay. And they'll, they'll usually come up. Ah, that's a good point. So hashtag whatever topic and then hashtag Periscope would yes. kind of make that. Okay. Yep. That's a good point. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That tip right there was worth the entire, <laughs> entire 30 minutes. I mean, there's so much, but it's just, this has been, this has been a lot of fun. This is really good. So how can, uh, how can people find out uh, more about what you do and some of your um, social media consulting Afton and what's the best way they can get in contact? I'm sure there's a lot of platforms. We mentioned your website earlier. Um, I know you're on Twitter, um, Facebook, everything probably. So what's the best way people can reach out to you? Yeah, so you can go to aftonagrea.com and mm-hmm. uh, find me there. I'm aftonagrea across all platforms. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Periscope, all the rest. Um, and I'm always on Twitter. I always encourage people to reach out and start a conversation with me on Twitter. That's where the mm-hmm. real conversation is happening, I think. Sure. Um, and you can also check out my um, Periscope course at aftonagrea.com slash scope success if you're really interested ah. in getting started. Yeah. Very cool. So you do. You've got a Periscope course. Is this a um, is this a, a is this a live Periscope course? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I wish it was. But no, it's, it's very interactive, and I show you uh-huh. exactly how it looks like on your phone. So. Oh, cool. Step by step on how to use Periscope, but also strategies on how to build your business with Periscope and make money. Because that's my thing. Stop wasting time. Start making money yeah. on social media. So. Well, you've you've nailed it because you're right. I mean, this is. You've given some great tips on how people can kind of cut through the fluff and, and really get down to business if they want to use Periscope. And sounds like that's kind of what you uh, your main goal is in all of social media is really cutting through all the um, uh, the fluff and the clutter and really getting down to brass tacks on how you can utilize this stuff to really grow your business. And I love that. Afton, thanks so much for joining me. Love you. I'd love to have you back on again in the future. And uh, thanks for joining me to talk marketing today. Thanks so much, Jonathan. I appreciate it.